I'm Jordan. And I'm Donnie. And this is a podcast about the stuff in our New York City apartment. How we find it. Where we put it. And why we're into it. Welcome to Apartment 26. We're back. Hey everybody, since it's the end of January, we thought we would do kind of a revisiting of the goals that we set out at the beginning of the year, mine being conscious consumption. Mm-hmm. And some of this stuff we actually started before the new year, but it feeds in really nicely to this theme that I have for this year. So we thought we'd talk about some products that we've been using over the past couple months that we bought mostly to replace single-use items in mm-hmm. our home but kind of all under the veil of eco products. Yeah. I found myself getting kind of into this maybe in an obsessive way because I was reading about sustainability and trash and... Sustainable trash. (laughs) The slow clothing movement and all of these different things and realizing how my lifestyle was playing into those things and i think that i have reached the point in my life where i'm ready to start kind of spending my money in a way that supports my goals and my values which is not necessarily to save the world but just to be a little less impactful upon it sure i mean i think along with the eco piece we talk about money because so much of these items and products we're about to review have replaced single use, they've really become investments and things that now we're no longer spending money on again and again, but instead have put a little extra money down on the first purchase and have let these things pay for themselves over time. Yeah, I think that's definitely true. Like with the shower curtain liner, Mm. which is the first thing on the list. Wow. Super segue. Yeah. Did you see how I just rolled into it right there? Whoosh. We had been using plastic shower curtain liners because they're $2 a dollar tower, which mm-hmm. felt like a good amount of money to spend on that sort of thing. And they worked totally fine because they repelled the water and our shower curtain didn't get wet and that was great. Hooray! <laughs> but um, we <laughs> had to throw them out about every three to six months, I would say, because the water here has some sort of thing in it that stuff turns pink. Mm -hmm. I should have actually researched this before because I know like people talk about this who live in New York City. Like there's something in the water that makes stuff turn pink. And the bagel's better. (laughs) I know. I was thinking about that. We like drink this water. So it's not, there's nothing wrong with it necessarily. But yeah, um, it turned the shower curtain pink and that was just kind of gross and I didn't really like it. So we were throwing away literally huge sheets of plastic Mm -hmm. because we would replace them every three to six months. And I was thinking to myself, there has to be a better way. Like in the 21st century, someone has to have come up with something that is reusable. So I just Googled reusable shower curtain. And what I came up with was polyester shower curtain liners. Bing! Which I thought was kind of gross because they're the ones that you encounter in hotels because obviously hotels need reusable shower curtain liners. They can't just be buying new shower curtain liners every time someone checks out. Sure. 
but they kind of have a weird feel to them, I mm. think, because they're, they're fabric. Mm-hmm. And even though they repel water, they kind of have that weird fabric-y feel. So I was a little against it at first, I think. I didn't really care. Yeah, you no, know. you didn't yeah. really care. But it was $6, and so it kind of felt like that's a reasonable amount of money to invest, even if it doesn't really go right. Mm-hmm. And I would say it's gone pretty well, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's super easy. Um, we're able to just put it in the washer when we need to wash it, which is nice. The plastic ones, I definitely tried to clean, but usually cleaning them because they're so thin, sometimes end up just ripping them. Mm. Um, so got problematic. But this, no fuss, no muss, right? That's what they say. <laughs> Yeah, I thought um, I was really impressed the way that when we washed it in the laundry, it just kind of like came out pretty clean. That we hung it dry. And that was it. And that was it. Yeah. So I would say this has gone fairly well. Also, I'm not that bothered by the feel of it. Maybe because like I'm an adult now and I can control my body and not throw it against the shower curtain. But <laughs> maybe that. I would say generally a good vibe from the polyester shower curtain liner. A plus. The other thing um, that we upgraded was our sponge. Mm. Because we wash our dishes by hand, we went through a lot of sponges. Mm-hmm. And I don't even really know what sponges are made of. I don't, I don't they're, know. They're not recyclable. We'll, we'll fact check it. We'll research it. Get back <laughs> to you in the show notes. And I had read about these Swedish dishcloths in Ramadalista. And they're um, wool and cotton, and they have these nice little patterns on them, and they're, like, really hip in Sweden, I guess. And it just so happened that that weekend we went to the Grand Bazaar, and there was, like, a table selling them, mm. and I was they were, like, front of mind for me. Have we talked about the Grand Bazaar before? Do people know what that is? Yeah, we talked about it in the first episode when we were talking about places uh, we find cool yeah. things, and we didn't know the name of it. But I put it in the show notes. Cool. So, yeah, it's the one that's in the school. Yeah. Yeah. And it just so happened that some dude was sitting at a table selling these Swedish dishcloths. And I ran up and I was like, oh, my God, I've been reading about these. And he, like, looked like no one had ever <laughs> been that excited approaching his booth before. Yeah. I think his words were, yeah, I don't make these. I just sell them. But cool. <laughs> And so we tried those out, and I think it's been going pretty well. The thing about them is that they, because they're wool and cotton, they're compostable. Mm-hmm. And you have about, this website said 200 washes wow. in the laundry. It's 100 more than we thought before, right? Yeah, yeah. Wow. I've fact-checked myself, and I thought it was only 100, but it's 200. Damn. I know, right? That's like a pretty long life, and we bought two of them, so I feel pretty good about the lifespan of these things. Yeah. And yeah, I would say that there's been a little bit of a learning curve. It's not the same texture as a sponge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, keep it flat, too, all the time. Mm, to get the like optimal sudsing. Yeah. Wow, yeah. sudsing. Yeah. What a word. But I think, you know, in general, it's been pretty good. I would also say there's not an abrasive side of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like on a sponge. Makes it hard. Yeah. The art is flaking off a little bit too. They have nice designs on them, and that has not been the most um, enduring part. Yeah. But 
I thought that putting them in the laundry was super easy and they came out way cleaner. Mm-hmm. And I also feel generally pretty good about not throwing away sponges. Yeah, agreed. I like them. Into them. I've kind of liked this, like, vibe of buying things that you can compost end of life. Mm-hmm. I think that is a good selling point for me at this stage when I see something and I'm looking to try it out because I feel like if it doesn't go well, at least I don't have to throw it in the trash, you know? Yeah, I like that. Said it can help... uh... Oh, man, I lost the word. I was going to say, instead it can help reestablish, reconstitute... I can't think of it. Uh, High Bridge Park. That's where our compost goes. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Reclaim? Mm. Re-energize? No. Oh. I don't know. It might come to me. Something to do with soil, specifically. Nope. Yeah. I don't know anything about soil. Right. Yeah, our compost goes hybrid. Oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Interesting, right? It's cool. Yeah. I see sometimes those little signs in the trees that say, your compost feeds this tree. Yeah. That <clears throat> makes me feel nice. They do that, too. They distribute throughout. But I think ours goes directly there, some of it. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe I'll investigate further. It could be a summer episode. Yeah, it would be nice if we talked about compost overall. All right, I'm on it. What's next? <laughs> the dryer balls. Sleeper hit. Ooh. Yeah, you can talk more about the dryer balls because you're the one who actually uses them. But I obviously was the one who wanted to buy them. I love me some dryer balls. <laughs> uh, they're great. A plus on, on these dryer balls. They're wool, correct? They are wool. You can get plastic ones as well. Ooh. And the plastic ones come in fun shapes. And the point of them is to replace... Um, those fabric softener dryer sheets. Mm -hmm. And we don't actually, we never used them because we're cheap. Nope. So it was, I was looking into them to make the clothes softer, which both the plastic ones and the wool ones do. Hmm. But I went with wool because A, it's not plastic. And B, it's supposed to also reduce drying time. And I thought, even though we're not saving money because we don't actually use dryer sheets, we might save money using fewer quarters yeah i mean it's definitely done that it's reduced our drying time by at least a quarter which is great so, every load yeah so these were 8.99 so they're paying for themselves fairly quickly i can't do that math 36 loads from now wow look at you that's impressive yeah um so 36 loads pay for themselves which I'm probably about halfway there when do we get these things kind of we got them before yeah i would say um, maybe end of november yeah so we're on our way. Uh, they don't make noise like the plastic ones would, which is good because if I put a bunch of plastic dryer balls into a dryer, all the moms of the laundromat would probably be pretty mad at me. That's uh, true. They have all those signs that are like, don't put your shoes in the dryer, which of course don't do that. Yeah. So they would probably roll up and be like, excuse me, are there a ton of shoes <laughs> in your dryer right now? No. <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't be a good scene. And I think it, it's nice having the uh the clothes have them (laughs) it's nice having the clothes (laughs) have them it's nice having them interact with our clothes i don't know i don't know why i can't think of how to explain it i feel like maybe maybe dryer sheets are right (laughs) (laughs) and we've just been not getting them because we're being a little uh thrifty or cheap depending on your perception and having the dryer balls is i think kind of nice i've noticed a little bit of a difference especially in 
not it hasn't so much made a difference i don't think in like my gym clothes like the dry fit stuff but all my other clothes i think so i think it's made them a little softer well i think the reason that people are pursuing them and kind of why i feel validated in not using dryer sheets is that people i don't know what sort of chemicals are in dryer sheets mm. and there's a lot of discussion right now in the laundry sphere well, if you're in those parts of instagram the laundry <laughs> sphere sounds more like a tumblr page <laughs> about the chemicals in dryer sheets, the chemicals in laundry detergent, and that sort of stuff, and how, like, you put that stuff on your clothes and then put it directly on top of your body. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of the reason I wanted to do this. And also the reason that in the future I want to pursue soap nuts. Ah, yes. Which soap nuts. hopefully we can cover on a follow-up episode. Because people are talking about the chemicals in laundry detergent and also the fact that your laundry detergent comes in a plastic bottle mm-hmm. and that's kind of problematic. And there are a lot of different options like organic laundry detergents and concentrated laundry detergents that have more loads per bottle so <clears> that you don't use as much plastic. But soap nuts are <clears throat> like organic and they can be composted. Also something I'm super into as we just discussed. And they just come in a little muslin sack. So muslin muslin. Well, what is that? It's that, like, weird, um, like, neutral colored fabric, you know? Just those little, like, sacks that... You know when you were a kid and you go to the store and the store has, like, a big box of rocks? (laughs) Wait, is this an Arizona thing? (laughs) Um, or like gems, you know, like they're shiny no, rocks. No. no, wait, what? You've never seen that? No, I never bought a new store and been like, oh man, I wonder where that big rock box is. It, well, no, and they give out these little like drawstring sacks nope. and you fill the drawstring sack with rocks. Well, no. <laughs> okay, amazing. well, those are muslin sacks. <laughs> never fucking mind, man. <laughs> All right, well, I'll just I hope have someone to... who's listening understands what I'm saying, but probably no one. Probably that was just me. Um, point being that it's better than plastic. Cool. Yeah, it sounds better than plastic. And when we get our soap nuts, I'll show you what a muslin sack is, and then we'll put a picture in the show notes. Great. Beautiful. Speaking of removing chemicals <laughs> from our lives and not rocks, um, we have been making our own cleaning products probably for like a year now. This is not even, more. even really new. Yeah, this is just kind of like our lifestyle. Yeah. And I started doing that because I'm cheap. Mm-hmm. And I feel like cleaning products were never a place where you could get a cheaper version. They were always just like more money than I wanted to spend. Yeah. And so I just found a recipe online and it ha- just so happens that like most cleaning products are like just vinegar anyway. So... Yeah, it's just like a dollar, basically, to make these cleaning products. And you like them because you hate chemicals. Yeah, true. And, yeah, so. Yeah, that's really basically it. I'm always stuck cleaning the uh, bathroom. That's usually my chore. Something about fucking around. Even when the chemicals say they're okay with water, something about fucking around with chemicals and a bunch of water, like in the shower and the toilet, it's always just, like, It stresses you out. Yeah, it's not a good idea. You're just not supposed to mix things sometimes. Even it says you can mix it. It's just like, oh, man, this bottle of chemicals says I can mix it with this other bottle of chemicals next to water, and it's going to be okay. But here I am with these two fucking bottles of chemicals in my hands, and I don't know the people who made this shit. Um, 
Yeah, man, it's, it feels better just to be like, oh, here I am with this bottle of vinegar <laughs> and like some other shit that's totally safe. Yeah, I can post some of our recipes in the show notes because I've gotten them from books and from the internet and stuff. So they're not like top secret or anything. And it also reduces plastic use because we just have the same uh, plastic spray bottle. Also, if I had been like really in my proactive stage, I would have gotten glass spray bottles. Mm. But now we have the plastic ones and it feels wasteful to replace them. Yeah. So we're going to rock with that for a while and just see what happens. But I think if we ever did have to replace them, I would invest in glass ones. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like it. I feel like to my story to my story about being wary of different chemicals, it is weird. There are so many you're right, the price never really changes, but there are so many just like bargain brand things, right? And mm. that's that's where it gets weird. I mean a lot of the name brand stuff I'm fairly sure is safe. I'm not actually paranoid about it. But when you get into like the bargain brand, dollar store, grocery store brand chemicals, you're like I mean this must be safe the way like <laughs> Rite Aid ibuprofen is the same as Advil or Motrin. Um, but I don't know. It just feels better to know what you're putting in your own home, I think. Yeah, definitely. And I read this article about how unless you live in a hospital, you really don't need to be bleaching anything and That's how that right. breeds super germs and stuff. So I feel good about our vinegar situation for sure. Super germs. Super germs. Well, bad news. The other thing we're doing for cleaning, which is brand new and I'm very excited about, about is we got reusable paper towels mm-hmm. which sounds weird yeah but basically we use a lot of paper towels when cleaning mm-hmm. and that was always kind of a point of contention for us because while we could compost the paper towels that we use for food we can't compost paper towels that we put cleaning products on even organic ones correct or like homemade ones i don't know the vinegar is like organic i don't know what the actual definition of organic is it's fine it's not relevant yeah point being we had talked about getting microfiber cloths at some point to do the cleaning and that just never really took off it kind of felt like some extra shit we Mm -hmm. would have to have and like more stuff yeah and just kind of be in the way and then somewhere i found this roll of paper towels and they were like perforated in the way that regular paper towels are but they're made of bamboo Mm mm-hmm and I'm also super into bamboo right now because I haven't done a lot of research and I'm not particularly well read on the subject, but I was reading all this stuff about how like organic cotton is better than regular cotton because organic cotton doesn't have all the pesticides on it, but cotton still takes up a ton of water when it's being grown. Yeah. And my understanding is that bamboo takes less water to grow and is more renewable and grows faster. I was thinking of a growing sound effect, but I couldn't really come up with one on the spot. What about like a pew? No, is that not good? It seems more like a launching, right? Like pew! Then I don't know. I don't know what else you would use. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking of like, if you had a xylophone, that'd be like, Oh, well, you just did it. Now, now it's done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. That's bamboo growing. <laughs> so the bamboo, use less water. Yes. Grows faster. Yes. Root systems stay intact. Yes. Also, when cotton is harvested, at least here for commercial purposes, they basically just take a huge machine and rip up the whole cotton plant from the ground and then have it processed elsewhere, have the cotton like taken off the plant. Mm. Whereas when they harvest bamboo, they just cut it off at ground level, leaving the root system intact, and that prevents soil erosion. So they're having like problems on cotton farms where the soil is actually just kind of like blowing away, whereas bamboo doesn't 
create that problem. Bad news. Yeah. It's like Dust Bowl level bad news. Yeah, I don't really know. Like, I didn't look at any pictures of cotton farms, so I don't really know what the situation is in that realm. Mm. Um, but I'm trying out bamboo products right now, basically, to see if that's, like, available Reasonable. for a lifestyle. Yeah, apparently hemp is the best one. It uses the least water and is, like, the most sustainably farmed. Mm-hmm. But they can't make nice uh, fabric out of hemp yet. It feels really bad. Just rope. According Lots to all the mom blogs that I read. Yeah, sounds about right. So... That's where we're at right now. But these reusable paper towels are made out of bamboo. Mm-hmm. And they come 20 to a roll, which I didn't know if that would be enough, but it ended up being totes enough. Yeah, and plenty. we've used them a lot, and I've been really, really happy with them. Mm-hmm. We keep 10 for food and 10 for cleaning because we decided we didn't want to like mix that stuff. Yeah, no. And honestly, the food ones I just wash in the sink with dish soap and then hang up to dry. We just cleaned with them, mm-hmm. and we used way fewer bamboo paper towels than we did regular paper towels to clean, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, because that, when you, I mean, really, when you clean with them, they just take on the texture of a rag when they get wet enough. That's true. They are thicker than paper towels. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's kind of nice, because then it's like eating with, it's like having a cloth for dinner, you know, it's not not hard i'm trying to describe it i think the first time we used them they were a little rigid that's true but then after the initial use now they just sort of have a cloth texture and when they get wet they just have like that wet rag so you're able to really get a lot of mileage out of them cleaning yeah and we also just throw these in the laundry these have mm-hmm. a hundred laundry load lifespan as well so we haven't dried them yet i don't remember if you can dry them or not yeah i don't know have but to... we definitely throw them in the wash and they Fact check that come out pretty clean we haven't had any of them get stained yet or anything. So. No. I'd say the closest would it, when we cleaned up after eating once and got a, one a little oily, mm. the oil was a little hard, but I think even that's eventually come out. Yeah. So definitely A plus on those, I would say. I'm not grossed out by them at all, which I thought I possibly could be. Yeah. Definitely weird thing about having reusable paper towels, but think about it. The other thing we got for the kitchen was beeswax wrap, Mm. which I feel like is probably the most mainstream of the things on this list. Or at least the most in vogue. That's true. I feel like people have been talking to me about beeswax wrap, and I didn't get that. Like, I got the idea from someone else. I didn't make it up myself. Right. And basically, it's supposed to replace, like, Ziploc bags and cling wrap Mm -hmm. in your kitchen. And we were reusing our Ziploc bags. Mm-hmm. Donnie very valiantly was washing all of them. Yeah. And we Got were it. we were doing our best because yeah, the idea of like using a plastic bag and then immediately throwing it out has been not what we want for a long time. Yeah. I think. It's like I mean there's a sustainability aspect, but also plastic bags are pretty fucking expensive for That's just true. a little thing to hold your sandwich or carrots or <laughs> God knows what in. It's like four nineteen for a box of like store brand. That's true. I was looking today. We were walking down the aisle. Oh, really? Doing some R&D. Mm. Um, yeah, it's like four nineteen. It's like just a box of sandwich bags. Crazy shit. Like two nineteen. Yeah, I want to say we brands. only paid $8 for our beeswax wrap, though yeah. I can fact check that when I link it in the show notes. So if that's the case, then we've definitely made our money back. Because even when we washed them, you know, they would get a hole and we'd have to throw them away or something particularly oily would be in there. So we'd have to throw it away. 
Yeah. So we were definitely like losing some of that. Yeah, and over time it just happens. Or if like we're storing veggies in them and they get weird, just throw it away. You know, it's not that obsessive thing of constantly needing to reuse the plastic. It's just like if you've only had like some peppers in there for a snack, just like wash it out, let it dry, do its thing. See, the last straw for me though was the day I walked into the kitchen and that there were so many dish or like Ziploc bags on the dish rack that we couldn't do dishes and put mm. them on the dish rack. And I was like, we can't live like this. We got to do something. <laughs> so we got this beeswax wrap, which is pretty cool because it's just cloth. I believe it's cotton, organic cotton, covered in beeswax. Mm-hmm. And that's crazy because bees are crazy. And apparently beeswax is antibacterial, which is cool. That's cool. Also, it breathes but keeps your food fresh. Yeah, just like that. That's your food in the beeswax wrap. And it's been good so far, I think. It's really portable. It We have three different sizes, so they can basically cover anything. Mm-hmm. It's done an awesome job replacing the cling wrap. We haven't used cling wrap since we got it. Yeah, it's my favorite part. I hate cling wrap. It's just one of those things. We don't get along. I always end up accidentally sticking it to itself, and then I'm in like a wrestling match with the box it's not a good scene yeah it is a cumbersome product even if you're using it the right way Mm -hmm. for sure and i've liked it to replace ziploc bags as well i'll wrap up little snacks in it and stuff Hmm. i will say however that unlike the paper towels the one thing someone said to me about beeswax wrap was that she never knew that it was fully clean Mm -hmm. and i get that a lot because unlike the paper towels it does stain Hmm. so like we made blueberry pancakes and i wiped up blueberry pancakes with the paper towels and then washed them and it was fine but then i wrapped the blueberry pancakes in the beeswax wrap and there's definitely like blue on the beeswax wrap now right i don't think it's dirty because of the antibacterial properties and also because we like washed it thoroughly Mm -hmm. but it definitely looks used it's never gonna look like brand new again yeah so I could see that being irritating to people. Also, like, oil stains and stuff like that. It definitely has some wear. Yeah, I hear that. And with, like, some of the baked goods we wrap in it, it takes a couple of washes. A wash it. You have to wash it with cold water. I don't know that we said that yet. No, we haven't said that mm. yet. But that's important because otherwise the beeswax will melt off. Yeah. Not ideal. <laughs> uh, so you have to wash it with cold water. So I'll wash it and then let it dry. Then when I go to put it away, there'll be like a couple crumbs that have gotten stuck in some of the folds of it. And I was just like, hot oh, damn it. And then you got to just wash it again. Uh, but it usually only takes me two. You like just miss a couple stuff the first time from it being, being folded. It kind of like retains some memory of its former folds, if that makes <laughs> sense. Uh, so it gets some kind of like nooks and crannies the more and more you use it. Um, yeah, overall, I mean, I think, like, you know, B plus, A. It feels pretty good to me. I've liked it. I've liked using it. I will say that even if we recoup all of our money from our eco products, I feel like really it's an investment of time as well, mm. that generally the eco option takes more care than a single-use option, which is why single-use things were invented in the first place. <laughs> right. But... I kind of like that aspect of it as well. I think it makes it more mindful, you know, if you're not just like ditching a plastic bag immediately after eating something, but you're like folding your beeswax wrap back up and you have to take it home and wash it. Yeah, I agree. So 
that's something I'm kind of into. Granted, it's only been a few months, so like, hit you back in the follow-up episode about that. But <laughs> Eco product reviews, part two. Yeah. Do we still like beeswax? How are the soap nuts? <laughs> what is a moosin sack? <laughs> I'm going to show you those rocks. I can't believe you don't know anything about them. I don't. I know nothing. Okay. The last thing I wanted to talk about, which also isn't new to us by any means, but... I feel like still was worth sharing because I guess isn't entirely pervasive is that we both have reusable water bottles Mm -hmm. and we have different ones so we can each recommend ours separately, I suppose. Sure. I have a swell bottle, which I'm really into full disclosure. I got it as a gift, so I can't speak to like whether it is as valuable as its price Mm. because I didn't pay any money for it. But Even though I was never buying, like, plastic water bottles out, because I'm cheap, I would be at work, and I would go to the water cooler, and I would fill up, like, a Dixie cup, Mm -hmm. and then, even though I used that Dixie cup all day, I'd throw it away at the end of the day, and it was still becoming landfill waste. Right. So I got this water bottle, and I now just, like, fill it up in the work fridge. And the great thing about the Swell bottle that I'm super into is that it keeps water really cold, like... It is not oversold on that point. The water is very cold for a very long time. And I really like that because lukewarm water is sad. And I I just think that. Um, And yeah, I keep it at work. So it's not like a travel bottle for me by any means because it's a little heavier than I would want it to be to like have it be in my bag. Mm -hmm. But to just have it at work and keep refilling it, it's really awesome. And a plus for me. Cool. For sure. Um, I have a Nalgene. Uh, Nalgene gets a big old A-plus from me, though Jordan doesn't like it. I don't. It's difficult to drink from. Yeah, I disagree. Uh, I think it's perfectly fine to drink from. I have one of the big mouth versions, and I like that uh, because I like to mix things in it, especially when I'm hiking. So I take it pretty much everywhere with me. I take it hiking, take it to work, just take it around the city because uh, it's pretty lightweight. You love water. I do love water. It's important. It's also expensive. I know I harp a lot on the connection between sustainability and like financials, but it's definitely, I think, true. Um, something that people should get hip to because it's not just about tree hugging. It's about like also that aspect of it. That's me. true. We're like out for the day running errands and we get thirsty. You can always just like fill up your Nalgene at a water fountain or something and I have to like go to Starbucks. Yeah. So... so. Because I can't drink out of the Nalgene because sometimes the water comes out onto my face. Yeah. Um, so if you're listening to this and you're like, oh man, I don't know if I could drink out of Nalgene either. Fear not. Nalgene makes uh, smaller mouthed bottles as well that are also of various sizes. You what? just don't like that because you like the challenge. <laughs> sure. Um, so another awesome thing about Nalgene is that they're an outdoor company. And they're a pretty old school outdoor company, so then they still honor their lifetime warranty. So these things are supposed to be indestructible. You can buy them, even like the indestructible model, pretty much anywhere. Like you could probably get one even at Walmart or like a Costco, a discount store. They have some that don't have the indestructible lifetime warranty. They make some out of cheaper, lower grade plastic as well that they sell places and a lot of like. Uh, like if you go get like an office freebie that's a Nalgene brand, chances are that's going to be a cheaper plastic Nalgene than like the 
actual branded lifetime algae. But mine cost me 20 bucks. I got an Eastern Mountain Sport, which is like an East Coast brand outdoor company. But I think now they're only online. I think they shut down all their... Uh, yeah, they don't have stores anymore. Yeah. Sad days. Anyway, I got mine for 20 bucks at what once was uh, an outdoor store. Now it's just an online outdoor retail- retailer. And I got a small little hairline crack in it that over time got bigger and bigger. And, you know, it was like a little tedious to drink from because it dripped a little bit. Because the water was leaking out. Yeah. Uh, and I just took a picture of it, emailed it to Nalgene, uh, said, hey, uh, my Nalgene got a crack in it. Could I get a replacement? They said, yep. And they sent me a replacement that day. And I just recycled my old one and have a brand new Nalgene. I've had it for about three years now and it's been totally fine. I respect that about Brown a lot. It like makes me feel better to think oh, if I spend this amount of money, like this, I'm going to have this thing forever or be able to get a new one at any point. And yeah. I think that that's always a good investment. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's something I think about a lot because like, so much of my hobby sport involved brands that either do or don't do that because a lot of outdoor brands have kind of started moving away from that. Hello, <coughs> Bean. Um, and... It sucks. That was a big component of the outdoor market that's kind of faded away. But a lot of brands also hold on to that. I mean, to their credit, it probably costs Nalgene a lot less to produce Nalgene bottles than it does LL Bean to produce all of their outerwear. <laughs> like the overhead is probably slightly different. Uh, but yeah, I agree. I like when companies hold true to the like mission statements that they've had since the get-go. I don't know if it's a mission statement. More like a brand promise, a customer promise. Mm. Um, and it's really light which obviously is good for hiking but I think even for just like being out and about is awesome because like I said I wouldn't like put mine in my purse but when yours is empty it's like barely there yeah it's awesome yeah I don't think I would carry around like a swell I think I mean people do I have co-workers that do and colleagues that do but I don't think I mean I don't think I'd like it as much as something that yeah can be light when I need it to be you know, and even if I only fill it up like a quarter of the way, if I know I'm just making a quick trip, then it's still pretty easy. And I like it has, when you close the lid, it has a little loop so I can put it inside or outside my bag, depending on what I need. And, you know, if you have a purse or a backpack, you could probably easily clip it or thread it through. Yeah. Yeah. So get yourself a water bottle. Stop spending money on bottled water. <laughs> like a fool. So yeah, those are our eco product reviews for right now. Hopefully more to come. There are lots of things in the works as over the course of this year, at least I will be thinking about places that I create waste and trying to do better about that. Yeah. If we miss something that you think we should try, let us know. Nice. On Instagram though, because I don't tweet. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening to this episode of Apartment 26. For more info on the stuff we talk about on this episode, check out the show notes linked below and follow us on Instagram at apt26podcast. See you next time.